In many neighborhoods, street gangs have created boundaries of fear. Crossing those boundaries are the people on the front lines, the people with the courage to become agents of change. I'm ABC7's Teresa Gutierrez. Welcome to another edition of The Enya Beat. Five years ago, we focused our show on gang violence. Since then, whether you live in the city or suburbs, the threat of gang violence seems to be out of control. Today, we turn our attention to the people who have found ways to intervene in an effort to stop the violence and restore not just peace, but a sense of community. Along with my colleagues, John Garcia and Stacey Baca, we invite you to listen to some practical solutions and to see the work of organizations who embrace the chance to make a difference between life and death in the streets. We begin our story here in the offices of Sarah Central States. Any former member will tell you that getting into a gang is easy. The attraction is often fatal. In Miguel Perez's case, you may wonder if he ever had a choice. With cousins and uncles already affiliated with a local gang, at age 14, Miguel, who grew up in Pilsen, was guilty by association. At age 19, his life was about to change forever. And I remember this day like yesterday, December 3rd of 2001, uh, one of my friends called me up and said he had some animosity with another one of my friends and that he was gonna fight with him one-on-one. -on -one. My other friend did arrive, but he didn't have the intention to fight. Uh, he pulled out a gun, pointed it at my friend, and uh, immediately I just responded and tried to prevent it. Uh, I didn't want nothing like that to happen. We're all friends. I got shot on the side of my chest, went through my lung, and hit my spinal cord. Instantly I was paralyzed. A couple seconds later, my friend walked over me and shot me the second time. Miguel's story, as tragic as it is to accept, was a defining moment in his life. Through the work of Access Living and a chance meeting with Roberto Montejano Sr., Miguel, now paralyzed, had hoped that perhaps his future was not. When I seen him, I seen a person hurting. I seen a person that wanted it, that didn't know where to start or how to, where to go. I seen a person that had potential. Sarah Central States is a nonprofit education and employment training organization. As the director of youth services, Roberto Montejano Sr. sees potential in everyone he works with, especially those clients who are victims of street life. I was involved in the street gang for numerous years. I knew the pain is here. I knew the suffering is here. And I know that the lack of resources is here. So I wanted to restore what I was a part of once that I damaged. Youth Empowered to Succeed is an umbrella program that is in line with Sarah Central State's mission to engage youth in positive alternatives to violence. Out of that mission, we created the YES program, Youth Empowered to Succeed. And that's an umbrella of SARE alone that hosts many different programs, one of them being the gang intervention, the Department of Labor Youth Offender Expansion Program, the WIA Workforce Investment Act year-round program, After School Matters, GD on Wheels, Job Readiness on Wheels. So an array of services just for youth that provide a holistic approach to how a youth can succeed and detach and sustain themselves. Continuing to tap the potential Roberto San Miguel will help Sarah Central States work on a permanent solution 
for a community looking for answers. But it's what you do when you fall, is you get up. And that's when the mentor comes in, a community member. And it can't be bought with a dollar. It can't be bought with just one-time promise or spending time with them just one day. It needs a commitment that's going to be there for a long time. Employment, education, and training, in addition to unique understanding of the challenges young men and women face, is the opportunity Sarah Central States provides. It is that kind of opportunity that prepared Miguel to receive his GED and engage in positive lifestyle. See, Sarah, they, they provide young individuals, once they're enrolled into the program, with a case manager, and that is a youth development specialist. I created a plan with my youth development specialist and, and made some goals for my life. And I was assisted and empowered to uh, remove that and make that change, as well as being enrolled into a GED preparation course. Ask any inmate, um, what would um, help you change your life from the route that you took and where you ended up? One of the first things they're going to say is a job in a GED, a mentor. And that's where I was getting at how the community could step up is by mentoring, talking to these youth because they're somebody's kids. I've done a, a lot of things that I'm not proud of in my past. Things that, that uh, I'm ashamed of. And I know that that second shot, when I got shot in the back of my neck, it was intended for me to die. And by me still being alive, I know that, that there's a purpose for me being here. And that purpose is young people. Today, Miguel Perez is a youth family and community liaison for Sarah Central States. Like Roberto, it is his opportunity to be an agent of change. I seen a pretty picture when I started getting involved in gangs and drugs. And I didn't see the, the ugly side of it. And no young person does. The, the young person sees what's pleasing to the eye. Here at their headquarters on 26th Street, Sarah Central States continues to outreach to the young men and women of Little Village, who, as Mr. Montejano notes, sometimes don't even know to ask for help. He and Miguel, armed with the experience of the streets, have truly become agents of change. When the NAB continues, we'll walk the streets of Cicero, where the recent murder of a teenager has refueled the efforts of Corazon Community Services. Welcome back to the NAB. We began with our condolences to the Villalba family in Cicero. Recently, I covered the fatal shooting of Miguel Villalba, a teenager who was reaching out for help. Unfortunately, it was too late. Despite Miguel's death, the community is proactive and saves more lives than it loses through the work of Corazon Community Services and its partnership with local authorities. John Garcia has the story. Whether you're in the city or suburbs, Efforts to curb gang violence are pretty much the same. In Cicero, Corazon Community Services is taking their message of peace to the streets. Corazon Community Services engages today's youth in many ways. Uh, you have to engage them and meet them right where they're at. Uh, you have young people who are interested in the arts, uh, and so do you have programming and activities that will welcome them in.
Unheard Voices is exactly an example of what I'm talking about. So this is a group of young people who love to dance, do spoken word, and are interested in sort of performance. And this was an opportunity for them to bring all their skills and talents together with a positive message for the community. For these young performers, actions speak louder than words. Clearly, Adam's effort to engage youth has had some measurable success. Why I participate is because um, I would like to show young, young people and also adults everything that you know, goes, goes in our lives like every day. Well, for a lot of people, uh, every day this, these kinds of things happen to them, you know? Just we, I'm trying to open the eyes to people to you know, tell them to stop. To me, it's pretty real because I've seen that uh, in my past. I've seen that and it impacts me so much because um, I could hear a mother crying like that too. And that's the way it impacted me. Part of a 28-member ensemble, Angel and Javier understand the opportunity they have not only to express themselves, but to influence their peers. On Her Voices is a play, and we're trying to uh, get a message out there that uh, violence is everywhere. And the message is hope. And it's to say, look, we're young people. We face this every day. But there's a better way, and it's by changing ourselves, by not being victims, by not being perpetrators, that we are, in fact, going to help change our communities. More importantly, we're going to change our lives first. Adam knows that the business of changing young lives is not easy. One of Corazon Community Services' many initiatives is their ceasefire program, run by Ismael Vargas. Well, the gang situation in Cicero, uh, when we came here with ceasefire to Cicero uh, five years ago, um, and before we start working with uh, a network of uh, CBOs and law enforcement and everybody else sitting at the table, um, we had uh, over 26 gangs in Cicero. Uh, five years has gone by, uh, we have right now 16 gangs uh, in the streets. Um, and again, uh, the lowering the number has to do a lot with giving opportunities, giving choices, uh, allowing them to reform their lives and giving them that opportunity. Ismael Vargas manages the youth intervention programs for Corazon Community Services. His ceasefire staff do their best work on the front lines, street by street, face to face. Not to uh, point fingers at them, not uh, reject them, but to help them turn their lives around. And most of the time, that's what they need. They need someone who can really uh, let them know that they are important. Ceasefire is about getting those young people who are trying to get out of gangs. And young people who are struggling with the many battles every day, the minute they walk out of their doors, the battle starts right there. What am I wearing? What do I look like? How's my haircut? We're not seeking for them to be out of our community or incarcerated, but we can use them as a tool to change the community, speak to other young people about not falling into the uh, hands of those who are doing violence in our community. Partnering with Cicero's law enforcement agencies and offering case managers to young men and women gives the ceasefire intervention team the insight to monitor the potential for violence in the community. We're talking about young women, young men, and kids. You know, the reality is that this intervention piece for the past years has changed. We have kids that are uh, seven, eight, nine years old, that they are already pretty much very active in the uh, involving 
crime and violence in the community. It takes time, it's a process, because you have to remember that this is not only about the streets. This is about also a lot of times their family environment. This is about also about broken homes. And more than anything, I think what is the secret to our success as an organization has been that it's the quality of the connection that all staff here have with the young people. And, you know, young people vote with their feet, so they're going to show up where it's good. So what's important here and why they choose to come here is because the people engage with them on a one-on-one -on -one, uh, setting. Thank you, John. Nothing is more tragic than the loss of a young life. The tendency too often is to lay the blame on law enforcement or ask the question, where are the parents in all of this? There are no easy answers. When we return, we'll take a look at the work of Enlace Chicago and the programs they've initiated to begin healing the neighborhood. Welcome back to the Enya Beat. I'm ABC 7's Teresa Gutierrez. Recently, after one of the city's most violent weekends with over 40 shootings being reported, police superintendent Jody Weiss attributed half of the shootings to street gangs. Living in the line of fire, how do you hang on to hope? Stacy Baca has the story. Ya basta means to stop, and for Enlace Chicago, stopping the violence in the Little Village neighborhood really does take on so many different forms. It's part of their efforts to begin healing the hood. At the end of the day, we have a wonderful community where a grand majority of individuals in our community are very hard workers. We have a great economic engine on 26th Street, but one of the factors of life here is the violence in the neighborhood, and we don't want it to be that way anymore. We're saying ya basta. I'm a lifelong resident. My mother uh, has been involved with community issues. Uh, my family has always been involved in union organizing, so I said, hey, let me, let me figure out a way where I can be good to my community and help uh, improve the quality of life in the neighborhood that I call home. Michael Rodriguez always knew he could make a difference, and as the executive director of Enlace, he now stands at the threshold of change. And that's what Enlace Chicago is really all about, improving the quality of life for the neighbors of Little Village. Beginning with his introduction to the Little Village Community Development Corporation, Michael Rodriguez saw community organizing at its best. The LVCDC, now known as Enlace Chicago, was responsible for organizing the community to win a new high school in the neighborhood, a fight that is known to this day as La Huelga. We know that community organizing is a vehicle in which we can empower community residents. To understand some of the challenges Enlace faces, you have to understand this vibrant Mexican-American community. Little Village is a community of 90,000 residents and very hardworking individuals. Low unemployment rates, relatively. Uh, high occupancy rates. You go on 26th Street any given weekend, and you'll find a, a, a business district that's packed with uh, consumers. Um, so we have some strengths in our community, but we also have some problems in our neighborhood. Most parents that live in this area, they have to work two, three jobs to support their family. Um, most of them are immigrants. Most people that live here don't make a lot of money, and so, so to survive, they have to work, and the kids are a lot of times on their own. Orlando Argueta, a business owner and a former gang member, believes in Enlace and in the need to affect change. Enlace 
tries to seek out youth and give them other alternatives to gang violence, to the gang culture. And anybody who's trying to do good work for the community, I want to support. If I can provide a, a testimony on how I changed my life. Regrettably, Orlando knows he made some bad choices. At age 14, choosing to limit his life to the boundaries of the street. I gave it four years of my life with the gang. It was something that that really it, it, it wasted my time, was wasted my life for those four years. I couldn't cross a certain street. I couldn't go in a certain neighborhood. I was so limited by the streets, and and I just didn't want that anymore. Gangs and gang life are a true reaction to some of the negative perceptions that manifest themselves in these young people. And we know that they're a part of that partly because they feel rejected. There's mothers, there's fathers that are fighting for you. And, and you need to let them help you. Part of Enlace's mission is to empower residents and offer positive alternatives to street life through the many programs Enlace has established in the neighborhood. We're very uh, excited about our programming here. We've seen the change in all of our youth, uh, and we're really excited about potentially stopping the violence in the neighborhood. We have this VIP program, the Violence Intervention and Prevention Program, or what the young people like to call the very important Faisal's program. And finally, you know, we've coordinated this violence prevention collaborative over the last nine years, in which 24 organizations are involved in trying to stop the violence in the neighborhood. Healing the Hood is one event that starts the summer on a positive note, offering kids and families a safe place to play. We host an annual event called Healing the Hood, in which we have a community resource fair, and we have uh, various groups from the community, various youth groups from the community, displaying their arts, displaying their talents as alternatives for violence and gang activity in the neighborhood. All different aspects of our work at Enlace, we believe in community organizing or empowering the residents of the neighborhood to become the individuals who are creating the solutions in our neighborhood as well. Enlace means to bring together or to connect. Enlace is all about connecting resources, connecting organizations, connecting the police, the community residents, the local elected officials together to create solutions to the problems that we see in our neighborhood. Thank you, Stacy. Keeping our youth engaged with jobs, mentors, and a chance to express themselves has been the key to success for Enlace Chicago. When we return, I'll have some final thoughts. For more information about this program, log on to abc7chicago.com. Like the neighborhood organizations that we've highlighted, the police, prosecutors, and aldermen agree that only community involvement can create change. It is also up to the parents to be proactive and take back the streets. Like the community organizations, the police, prosecutors, and ward aldermen agree with the idea that the involvement at any level helps create the change they seek. I've been involved with Ceasefire on and off for about seven years. I think it's a great program. It has numerous success stories. Um, as far as the first ward alderman, uh, Joe Moreno, he was a, he's been a ceasefire supporter for years. We do have issues of gang activity and uh, take them very seriously. Uh, you know, just because they're not as broad or as deep as other parts of the city, uh, they still are a serious issue. And my office and myself uh, have taken some uh, serious measures to deal with it.
From the first war to the 50th, the threat of gang violence is real, as are the efforts to work within the juvenile justice system. The first ward and the 26th ward, we, we share boundaries, and they're not boundaries that are recognized by, by gang members. Um, in fact, I think gang members sometimes play off uh, ward boundaries and police district boundaries in order to be able to do their different activities. Gang violence is still alive and well uh, in the 35th ward, although it's not at the same level that it was um, even five years ago or ten years ago where there was a gang on almost every other corner. Yeah, I would like to take credit for the big reduction in crime. I know the police would like to take credit in our area, but you know, the fact remains that uh, the neighborhood's been changing. There's been uh, you know, an increase of people that are concerned about the safety of their neighborhood. With violence in the city escalating almost weekly, gangs cannot be ignored. Justice must be tempered with practical solutions. We operate under the concept and the theory of balance and restorative justice, and what that is is um, diverting kids out of the system and placing them in the appropriate program that'll keep them out of the system. I think we can all do a little bit better as a community. I think, number one, it starts with the family, and it starts with uh, parents knowing where their children are and who they're hanging out with. It's not surprising that the best gang intervention starts with former gang members willing to save young men and women from the suffering they've experienced. These experts echo the sentiment of state's attorney Anita Alvarez. The responsibility lies with the parents and their ability to stay connected in the lives of their children. I'd like to thank Sarah Central States for allowing us to stage our show here at their 26th Street offices. I'm Teresa Gutierrez. For my colleagues John Garcia and Stacey Bata, Thank you for watching this edition of The Enya Beat.